Kentucky Roll Call podcasts are brought to you by Cornbread Hemp. Do you cheer for a team without a head coach? Is prayer the only way you'll hear your team's name on Selection Sunday? You might be suffering from depression, anxiety, or what we like to call March Sadness. Have no fear, Cornbread Hemp is here. Cornbread Hemp's organic, full-spectrum CBD products have just what you need to relieve everyday anxiety. Try our extra-strength gummies today. Use the promo code BIGX at checkout and get 30% off your purchase at cornbreadhemp.com. Don't wait to beat the buzzard. Try Cornbread Hemp today. Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning! Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just... Cats. 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 Cats tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's going to throw. Conrad. Touchdown. Kentucky. Touchdown. Kentucky. Victory. Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, Rubbish. There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable, what an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, it's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday to you. Happy March. Woo! March 1st, 2022. Yeah! You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call Woo-hoo! here on Big X Sports Radio. Yes! We did it. Nick's a whole vibe today. March. I love it. I feel best, the same way. Best it, month of the year. It's the March. best month of the year. Well, speak for your... Don't speak for us, Justin. I'm speaking for everybody. Yeah. Best month of the year started seven hours ago in wow. five minutes, March 1st, 2022. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen were pretty excited about the holiday, and the holiday is for the next month plus basketball. Basketball, basketball, basketball. And a good chunk of this month, it's going to be basketball all day. Turn on the TV, bada boom, bada bing. You have it on. You're watching. You're having fun. We did it. Still two regular season games left. So not not go home win or go home time just yet yeah, for the Cats. Feel, feel weird. Feels weird having a March fifth. Is that fifth on the Saturday? They've had later than that regular season games, believe yeah, it or not. It's, it feels weird. I, I remember the Florida game, which meant a lot more um before mm-hmm. Mike White started just, you know, kind of being um, there was usually like a March 1st date, I felt like. March 1st or 3rd. Yeah. Of course, calendars, they work oddly. They but do. yeah, feels a little weird. This is actually, I mean, that UK National Championship game in 14 was what, like April 7th or 8th or something like that? Yeah, and then the one they won, it was on April 2nd, I Yes. Think. Yeah. Yeah. Calendars. Now, this year, the National Championship is on April 4th, Final Four mm-hmm. on April 2nd. And those are just dates. That's how we like to start every show on Kentucky Roll Call. Just say a few dates to you. Uh, Just random. 
Justin, how are you, buddy? I'm good. I I am I'm truly so good. It's it is March. I'm hopeful that the cold weather's out of here. Looking at the weather for the next week, it's awesome. I got to golf yesterday. Oh, I'm, I'm great. I'm I'm so great. Are, are you still optimistic about your Hoosiers? I am. I am. He is riding high. You know, I'm, I I am optimistic. Yeah, walking on sunshine. How'd, how, how'd you hit him? Um, good at times, not so good at other times. My front nine was pretty lights out. I shot a 37. Oh, two over par, no big deal. 37. Yeah. And then I come How out. Many molies? Then and I you co- shot like a 50 on the back. Yeah, I did. 40, <laughs> 48. <laughs> I would take a 37 and a 48. I was in, pretty pumped. An absolute. An 85. Yep. Yeah. I've, not golfing in two months. How many mulligans did you take? Uh, one on each nine. So, at least, hey, you, at least, he, at least yeah. he admits it. Yeah. Right. That's uh, how I always play. I feel like 60% of people will be like, nothing, none. I didn't take one. If, if you, I didn't take one. If you play golf with me, I'm taking a mulligan on each nine. Just so you know. I'll I'll take uh, what depends how serious the game is. Like if I'm just going out there and playing with my mom and brother, I'll be honest, but like I won't have an issue taking a breakfast ball if everybody else does. But um, good for you, buddy. Seasonal depression. It's gone, huh? Yes. I'm okay. I am I'm back. I'm back. I love it. Like my Hoosiers. I love it. It's back fat in tu- the tournament. It's Fat Tuesday, Roush. It is Fat Tuesday. We're getting like, fat tonight? Like we like to call around here just Tuesday. Oh, did you uh, wake up at three a.m. every year and uh, have a beer? I did actually wake up at four a.m. Baby dog, you know the whole stuff. I so thought about having a beer, (laughs) but just didn't do it. (sighs) Didn't do it. No, no beer yet. Seven hours into March, no beer yet. What's beer? Probably we'll have one at lunch. Yeah. We should have brought him a six-pack for today. Ooh, last time we did that, a worldwide was, pandemic started the day after. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or some people would say the day before. But it, it wasn't that day, but it was shortly oh, before or after that It wasn't day. that day. So we can't have beers in studio anymore or else worldwide pandemics will start. <laughs> yeah, let's avoid that. We don't need it. We do not need that happening again. And I know, while having fun, but I know it's completely and totally serious. And I can't honestly stop following along and keeping up with it and we're not going to take this into Ukraine and Russia takes but I have just been following along like world events and being like could that cancel March Madness no okay we're safe there could this cancel March Madness okay no we should be good there the Russia Ukraine thing is one that I've had a little I've had my you put on. your pin on yeah that's one that I'm keeping that one could impact March Madness I've got that in the could category but obviously coming from uh, a, a great deal of privilege, free Americans that we are, that we hopefully don't get caught up in this war and we can enjoy trivial things like a college basketball tournament. <laughs> True. But, I ha- but I have been keeping an eye on things because the, the, two things, late night thoughts, just random thoughts, not really to do with anything in the show. First off, just going back two years ago, I wish we could just stop ourselves. We are so excited. Oh. We are so pumped up we yep. had we never in a million years thought that it could all be the the rug could be pulled out from we, underneath we were us. so confident too like yeah the the jokes well, that we it, had but even before we even knew that it was a possibility you know like this time two years ago we were that kentucky tennessee game that the tennessee loss at home was probably recent or about to happen but we were talking about ashton hagan's emmanuel quickly and talking about how it's great to have guards in march that you trust tyrese maxey could take over a game or emmanuel quickly could we were talking does nick richards could he be good enough brian zubek could win a national championship nick richards is a hell of a lot better than he is and then boom just like that it was gone it was all gone 
So that's dunk. I'm glad we're past that, Ralph. Yes, yes. It was a hard time to do radio. It was not a fun time to do radio, and I'm glad it's over. Another more fun thought that I had. Imagine, and I guess theoretically this could happen, but imagine all the radio we've done for this basketball season, Roush. All the games that we've previewed, reviewed, talked about, the takes, the arguments, the fights. What seeds UK going to be? Should it, Let's talk about road to the tournament, blah, blah, blah. And then just imagine Kentucky wins the SEC tournament. They win out. Okay. They win their next five. Okay. Selection Sunday rolls around. What we've been waiting for. UK's a one seed. Woo! Yeah! Lose to a 16. It's all over. Because that's what happened to Virginia just four <laughs> years ago. Like, imagine that. You know, I don't think we talk about that enough. Imagine us doing radio for an entire year. I don't, I'm sure there's Virginia sports radio shows. You're so pumped up for the tournament. You're well, a one seed. Well, and you lose to a 16. You lose to a 16 seed. And then it's just over. And it's like, oh, well, everything we talked about for four months, everything we got excited about, just flush it down the toilet. It's over. We got no payoff for this March. That's the beauty of the NCAA tournament. Yeah, it can that's happen. Love it. Yeah. it can happen. It will happen. Maybe not to a one seed with a 16, but a two with a 15, a three with a 14. You know, all those are good seasons, good regular seasons if you're a one, two, or three seed. Four, really, I mean, you can make a case going if you make the tournament, you had a halfway decent regular season. Well, one, two, or three, depending on the school, could be a really memorable regular season. And just like that, it can all be over for you. So that's what this month will bring to us. I'm pumped up for it. UK, like we mentioned, two regular season games, one tonight. The last home game of the season, looking to close out a perfect Rupp Arena record against the Rebels. Ole Miss coming to town. 7 o'clock game. 17-point favorite? I'm pumped. 17-point favorite. Hopefully it's just a 35-point blowout. Don't you think this team needs this, deserves that? Yeah. Just a... Good old butt whipping. Ole Miss stinks. A dude. spanking. Yeah. Ole Miss was worse than I thought they were going to be this year. They still have like had a few weird wins that you're like, huh, that's interesting. But yes, overall, they are not a good basketball team. The Kermit show down in Oxford has been slow to start. And it was pretty decent. Uh was it last year? The Kermit show was pretty good. Yeah, I thought I thought they were I don't know if they made the tournament or what they did last year, but I thought they saw you. You saw enough with the returning pieces where you're like, okay, they should probably take a, a nice little step forward. Not the case. 13 and 16 on the year, 4 and 12 in conference. It's one of those games, Roush, where you could actually end up having UK's like Kin Palm and Net stuff actually get hurt from a win just because you add all of Old Miss's junk officially to UK's resume because right. they haven't played them up to this point. That stuff doesn't matter. It'll be minuscule, if at all. But they've lost six out of their last seven, their lone win coming against old Tom Crean in Georgia. But, you know, they like I said, they have beaten LSU. They beat Mississippi State, who may or may not be a tournament team. Uh, they beat Memphis, but, you know, who didn't earlier on in the year. So, Kentucky probably couldn't play their complete F game, but I think D-minus, C-minus, C-plus should win it. And this should hopefully allow for just a fun night for UK. This has been a fun year, all mm-hmm. things considered, but it has not been a smooth year by any stretch of the imaginations. There's uh, been speed bumps all yeah. along the way, injuries. There ha- there's been a lot of blowout wins in like unexpected moments, 
but like the the injuries, I think it seems like really... any time they get a roll injury, yeah, and it's like okay, injury going into a tough road game. And it's here's... like oh, okay, well we were really rolling, but now we're not anymore. Right, right, right. Take two games off. Oh, but we just so happen to be playing two top twenty-five teams. Yeah, just because it's been a little bumpy doesn't mean it's been tumultuous or anything like that. Right, it's, right. This team is fun. UK fans. Tumultuous. Turtle Mitches. Oh, turtle by Mitches. The way, Trevor wants to like adopt a turtle. Have you heard that? <laughs> Is he just trying to open a zoo? That's his new I big saw thing. Trevor had a, a turtle. T- Trevor had a turkey on his roof, and he didn't know that turkeys could like climb up into trees. It was his friend's house. His quote unquote friend. I don't. I don't think it was his friend. I think it was actually his house. Yeah. But yeah. Tur- turkeys climb in trees all the time. That's what turkeys do. They roost in trees. Yeah. So they chill. Only Trevor did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> It's Trevor Kelsey, um, but to your, to your point, yes, it's it's been a lot of fun, but once you get that, like, you start putting a couple, like, okay, here they go, they're rolling, nobody's getting in their way, boom, a little bit of injury, mm-hmm. and then going in in UK's game notes, that last the four game stretch that Kentucky just concluded, or hell, actually technically five, uh, in the game notes it talked about each week they're in the middle of a stretch where. The team's average in the top 25 in the net rankings. like, And, oh, yeah, you're just going to lose your starting backcourt for all of that. Uh, you get them back for one game at the end, but they're not quite the same. Let's let's get them back on the same page tonight. Let's let's get them rocking and rolling, get them comfortable in their own shoes. Get ta- a tie-tie game. We'd love to have a, a big tie-tie uh, game that tonight. That would be huge. Yeah. yeah. just yeah. Neat. It's almost like um, not to this extent yet because, I mean, he just came off one, you know, it was, it was an injury. He missed a few games. Like, Give him some time. But the the Michael Kidd Gilchrist, I know everybody remembers the shot block. John Calipari will tell you about it all the time. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that I, I was just huge, and I, I still remember, I, I just felt like a proud papa, even though I was younger than him at the time. But when he stepped aside and let Darius Miller into the starting lineup for the SEC championship game, Darius had been struggling. It was just something was off about Darius for like a couple weeks. And Darius starts in that – was it the Vandy game that Kentucky lost? Yeah. Yeah, SEC, I think that's correct. Yeah. But, like, no, I, I I don't know about you, but I didn't care. I was like, Darius is back. We're good. We're gonna we're not going to lose another game. I'm fine with this. Yeah, the – he mentioned that last night on his coach's show. We'll talk uh, about a few of the things that he mentioned on last night's coach's show. But, yeah, just using that as a sign of trying to do different things to try to get players going. And then, of course, brings it back to, like, a selfless team message. Servant leaders. Sort of deal, which he's talked about a tweak for this year's group as well. Oh, we got the tweak talk? Yeah, he did. He mentioned it. He he sure did. You would think a senior night game, you'd want, like, Davion Mintz and Grady to have big games. If they did, fine by me. That's awesome. Totally agree with what you said. That was a take I had written down. The seniors, if they hit a few shots, that'll be all great. If somebody needs to have a big game tonight, though, it should be Ty Ty Washington. And this will also be his last game at Rupp Arena for what it's worth, unless something just absolutely, I mean, they'd have to, just being realistic, unfortunately, it'd have to be like a major injury to bring Ty Ty back for another season. So this will be his last game, too. Seniors, have your moment, do whatever you need to do. If you have a lot of points and score and play well, that's great. We'll love that. But Ty Ty, get going a little bit. Have a nice field goal shooting game. Uh, you know, I want you to take smart shots, good shots, but make them. You know, be six and nine, be seven of 11, and get rolling because Kentucky's absolutely going to need their second leading scorer to 
have a big scoring game at some point this March, at some point throughout this season. So we'll talk more about that game as the show goes on. Get your texts into the Kentucky, oh my goodness gracious, the Kentucky <laughs> Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. We love Thornton's. And Big you fan. will, too. Very much looking forward to stopping at Thornton's on my way to Lexington today. Busy week on the football front. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Today, uh, Mark Stoops, Rich Scangarillo, uh, Zach Yenzer, and Mike Stoops are all talking. They're making everybody available. They're making everybody available. We're going to hang out at the Krogue with them. And then uh, tomorrow, I'll be in Indy for the combat. Uh, they're doing all of the interviews basically in the middle of the show, unfortunately. I don't know why they're making everybody wake up so damn early. But um, I'll at least be on for the first half of the show before I start talking to some of the uh, future pros up in Indy for the so comment. Early. It's so stupid. Yeah, and the thing, as I recall, it used to be like they would have like early, they would have like morning interviews and then afternoon. So like you'd get a couple in in the morning, write a story about it around lunch, eat, and then go back for the afternoon. I think they're only doing that on Friday for like one session. Um, I, I I guess it's to get them out of there quicker. I don't know, um, but. Yeah, uh, but lots happening this week. Excited to hear from oh, uh, Skangarillo. Um, but man, it's just it's going to be a busy month. I know spring practice is set to start a week from today. Uh, so it's just a lot, lot happening. A lot happening around the bluegrass. Is there anything that you're actually kind of anxious to hear? Like any question that you're looking forward to having answered, anything that's kind of a mystery regarding one of these coaches that you look forward to hearing them address? First off, we need to have a Mike Stoops, Mark Stoops story. If they deprive us from some, like, story, I'm going to be pissed off. Like, Mike, come on, bust his balls a little bit. Your big brother. You don't need to give him a noogie, but come on. I know he's your boss. Let's let's have a little fun with this. See if this Mark is, Story can find the story. This is this is like the one time where you get to have the fun little story too, because like there's not a game, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't, yeah. You know, so let's let's get the fun stories. Off seasons, time to do it. Right, um, and then I, I'm. What I really want to know is is less about the similarities and more about the differences between the offenses that Skangarill all wants to do, and like I, I don't know. That's a good. That's a good yeah. Because like instead of trying to poke around, what will be different? Just come out and ask what's going to look different in this offense. Yeah, and and, and I th- I think the way that he one one other thing that I'm not really sure of, like how to pry this out of him. Maybe you can help me with it. I think what made Liam really good is that he was smart. He knew his stuff, but he wasn't really a, a jerk. Like if you made a mistake, it was like all right, well let's move on to the next mistake. Mm-hmm. Like he he had a very like the players coach tag thing gets thrown around a lot. But, like, he's, he wasn't a guy with a quick leash or anything like that. Like, when Chris fumbled, it was like, okay, Chris fumbled. Like, let's move on. I, I, I'm wondering how I can pry that out of uh, Coach Rich, as they like to call him, uh, to see, like, is, is he going to be – is he a yeah. laid-back guy or is he going to be, like, claws in the back of your neck? Because I think that really helped uh, Will's development, not having that seemingly quick hook like he did at Penn State. Yeah, I think it's simple – I mean, I feel like I know what – how anybody would answer this question so we may need to we may need to polish it up but you could just simply be like are you a player's coach or are you more billy badass on the field you more chew them out coach them up or you more hug them coach them up yeah love them up love them love them up chew them out which one they like bubble gum to you or are they like a delicate flower bubble gum stacy but it does go sour pretty quickly that's why you shouldn't do bubble gum you should smell the flowers. You're right. Cohen was like, uh, hey, you know, you messed up. You're going to get this right. 
Go get them. I wonder if that's a like because I, I think uh, Coach Rich will be the uh, the I hate saying litmus test over and over again, but like, is that just a pro? Th- it's probably just a pro thing. I mean, if you spent seven years in the pros, you can't really be Billy Badass coaching quarterbacks. I would think because like. If you get in Jimmy G's head, like that dude's going to implode, you know? Maybe that's why Jimmy G sucks so bad, is that the <laughs> strand he... got in his head. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we don't need certainly any Packers questions. Nothing oh. Nothing like how did you win in Lambeau with your quarterback completely sucking. <laughs> <laughs> Consistently. We, the whole game. <laughs> didn't didn't score an offensive touchdown. How'd you do that? How'd, how'd you find to pull that? How'd you pull that one off? Um there in there are a lot of uh, Packers Kentucky fan combos. I think there's just a lot of Packers fans everywhere. But I know uh, Brent, who does a lot of graphic video stuff for KSR and on three. He's just he's in, he's like I'm never going to escape the 49ers. He was at the game this year in the playoffs. Oh, he went to it. Yeah, froze his buns off to watch them score zero points. I at least entertained the idea in my head that I would maybe possibly consider going to the NFC Championship game um, if they had made it that far. I know I probably would not have ended up doing it, but Justin tweeting during the show. Wow. Unbelievable. D- do you see that? Well, yeah, but you're working. This is working time. I- I'm flabbergasted. That is such a stupid bracket. He's, not, he ha- he's, he's never seen the layout of the WCC never. tournament bracket. Oh, yeah. Uh, that is god-awful. Which they give out quadruple buys. Or triple <laughs> buys, I guess. Yeah, it's because they don't want Gonzaga to lose early. They're St. Like, Mary's to lose early. They they would be the one conference though where you shouldn't have to worry about like yeah your best team not getting the automatic bid. Uh, Gonzaga will be in. If anything, you'd want it to be like how can we get upset Gonzaga and St. Mary's so we could have a third team steal a bid here somehow. But they what they do is their one and two seeds are automatically in the semifinals. Their three and four seeds are automatically in the quarterfinals, and then. Um, Four and five play the winners of the bottom. Yeah. Two. Five and six play right. the winners of the nine, eight, seven, ten. So if you're a if you're seed seven through ten, you are playing three consecutive opponents coming off a bye, which would be challenging. I would I would guess that uh seed seven through ten, Justin has never won the WCC since they've done this format, which I, I think they've only done for a couple of years. I imagine not. They have to win five games versus Gonzaga or St. Mary's winning two. Now the thing is what ridiculous. But, but I guess what they would probably say is that if you look at the seven and ten seed in the SEC, they have to win four games to win their conference championship. Now this is one, two, three, four. This so it's, you only have to win technically one more game. Now you're right. In the SEC, though, after your quarterfinal game, you'd be playing a team that isn't fresh each and every day. From a fresh leg standpoint, I don't hate this. For I, what I hate. I this is better visual, uh, so you can see the bracket to see how weird it is. But it's just bye, 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 I'm, bye, bye. I'm irrationally mad about it. It's it's really rewarding the better teams in your conference to be like, look, you're gonna get more rest and not have to and you're going to be playing teams with less rest. A.K.A. Gonzaga, St. Mary's, you're going to have less chances to lose because we want one of you in a turn, but shouldn't if you not re- both. Shouldn't you reward teams for, re- you know, this is this has not been a topic of conversation, it seems like, as much maybe the last few years. But some people, this has always been talked about, getting rid of conference tournaments just because it's not fair to the team that was best throughout the regular season. You could, you know, in these small bid leagues, let's say, for example, you could have Liberty in the A-Sun, they – 
they're not going to get a bid unless they win, but they were the most dominant team in the A-Sun this year. Now if they don't win their conference tournament, boom, it's all over for them. See, I'm, I'm, I've always been in favor of giving those team at-large bids. Well, they have to have a, a good enough resume, though. Yeah. And unfortunately, they just don't play at good enough teams, really, to generally get that resume. They don't play enough. By the way, looking at the net last night, Houston has zero quad one wins, and they are number three. Kentucky dropped a spot in the net. <laughs> How's that even possible? How can you have zero quad one wins and be what are they, top? anywhere in, like anywhere near? They have eight quad two wins, which is good. Yeah, I, I have no idea how they formulate any of that. Providence 25th in the net has five quad ones, nine quad twos, and they're 25th, and Houston's third? <laughs> like, it's just a sign that's – and, like, you know what? I like the net this year because it likes Kentucky for whatever reason. But the fact that the selection committee bases decisions off the net, that doesn't make any sense to me. Don't get it. Don't Don't get it whatsoever. Zero quad one wins, and that's good enough to be top three in the net. Wild, <laughs> wild stuff. 0-3 in quad one games, Houston is. Uh, random. That was just a random net update. You know how much we, we we know how much you love those. Swish. We need to have a swish sound effect whenever we play, whenever we have our random net update. Because you never know when it's going to happen, Justin. It's true. Maybe you can just do it with your like, – not a, you just go whoosh, whoosh. We may get back to more football. We we quickly got off topic. I do have a question for Justin, though. We may need to save this till after the break. So Ooh. we'll go to a break. Can I get a hint? No. Dang. You're coming Kentucky's in fresh. Number two in Kimpom, though. Who, Houston? Kentucky. Oh, yeah. Love it. Whatever UK's the best in is what we like. Oh, yeah. Houston's six in Kim. That's why, unfortunately, we have to boycat boy, boy, Andy Katz. Boy Katz. Boy Katz. (laughs) It's boy Katz. Drop UK seven spots in his power 36. What? Because they lost to to his new number eight, Arkansas. But now Kentucky's 10. Because Arkansas eight, Tennessee nine, Kentucky 10. I love that he's so old Zag school. He's like, Arkansas, did not drop. Arkansas beat Kentucky, so I'm moving them ahead. All right. That, that, okay. Kentucky only dropped one spot in the AP poll. You know, if you, fine. I don't get only not, not dropping Arizona at all. Because a lot of these top six teams that lost on Saturday, they lost to good teams except Arizona. And they haven't beat any good teams. They're in the Pac-12. They don't have anybody good to beat. Why do you keep them at two? They got smoked, too, by the Buffs. Like, that game was not close. Who knows? Uh, I, I don't know. Nebulous. Don't understand. Cats dropped one spot in the AP poll, which, whatever. Let's go to a break. We'll come back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We'll return after this. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Sit your $5 ass down before I make change.
Happy March. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Kentucky takes on the Ole Miss Rebel Dogs tonight at Rupp Arena, 7 p.m. What is it, ESPN, SEC Network? ESPN, uh, Jimmy's bringing his jet, but he will not be with Carl Ravitch, uh, Kevin Fitzgerald, and Marty Smith on the broadcast. Kevin Fitzgerald. Do we like him? He's fine. He's, he's he, fine, yeah. He's got a, I'd rather have Ravage than Jimmy Dykes. So between the two, getting stuck with Jimmy. Uh, I don't know. I really do. can't stand Carl Ravage. He's so boring. He At least he doesn't have the gimmicks, though. Yeah, that's true. I'm gimmicked out on Jimmy unless he sings Rockin' Little Heartbeat and he's not going back what to What the that. hell? I know. Just do that the whole broadcast. What if just during a blowout he was just like, all right, we're just going to perform it <laughs> while the game is going on? You don't have to do as much play-by-play play on TV anyways. Nobody cares. They can see it for themselves. And then I, I am a Marty Smith fan. I don't know how anybody really could dislike him, except maybe he's just like a little too. Ooh, he's a co- co-worker of mine. Colleague. Oh, so can't can't speak poorly of him. Colleague. Outsider. Marty Smith podcast. Yeah, like, I don't really know what on threes. Like, it's it, just follow Outsider, and you'll be like, how is this a thing? Mm-hmm. It's like a country, uh, I don't know. I, don't, I, I have no idea how to describe it. Country lifestyle brand. That's strange. Yeah. But, you know, people like it. They like the memes. They like the Marty Smith. Jay Cutler does stuff with Outsider. So there you go. Must be good. That's because he was always. like he's just living the life. That's because he was always an outsider in his career. Oh. Well, he's from inside the state of Indiana. Didn't Santa we? Claus. Didn't we come up with not too long ago that he's probably the best quarterback of in Bears history? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty sad. <laughs> Woo. Hey, um, the Bears were uh, doing a lot better when he was running the show. It's true. Certainly was. All right, Justin. DJ. Yeah, yeah, some interesting back and forth on the Kentucky Roll Call Facebook page last week. Mm-hmm. We have good friend, listener of the show, Shannon O'Bannon, say, hey, whatever happened to those posts mm. with the podcast? I forgot to do it yesterday. I enjoyed them, and I shared them, and it helps get more listeners into the show. Referring to when Trevor, our former producer, better producer? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Many people are Many saying. Many people are asking. <laughs> Would post the, just the show recap on the Facebook page. It was something very simple, just yeah. posting the link to the podcast and saying, hey, here's what we, we talked about on today's show. Trevor would do it kind of in a fun, musical sense. On Over the weekend, Justin says, I need to get back to this. Can't believe I haven't been doing this. I'll do it. Justin, what happened yesterday? Yeah, so I just forgot yesterday. I dropped the ball. I, I, I Hand up, I went golfing instead. Didn't even think about the show once it was over. So, my, my apologies. I do appreciate Justin's just like, I punched out. I'm <laughs> yeah, I I'm, I'm done. You know, we don't ask for a lot, Justin. No, we're, not, we're not even asking for that. No, I know. You know, do it if you want. Don't do it if you don't want to do it. Yeah, but I got to be a man of my word at the end of the day. But, you know, you, you get out what you put into the job. Yeah, you're right. Just like with golf. You're right. Did you all see Michael? And I'm being facetious, but I did think it was funny after you said you were going to do it the next day. You didn't do it. I'm glad you brought it up. But I certainly I actually, don't care. I actually completely forgot all about it. Did you see Michael Phil- Michael Phelps maybe with the longest recorded putt on in TV history? Was this last year? That was that was an old thing, yeah. right? I had no idea that was it was like old. 110 feet or something. Yeah, I'd never seen it before. Yeah, that was last 17 year. seconds. Just keeps going and going. Yep. 17 seconds. 
I don't know how you missed that last year. Yeah, it was crazy. I probably did see it, but just didn't it's mind, like, watch it's the actual video of it. I probably saw the headline and didn't click on it. Imagine having a putt go in that's rolling around <laughs> for 17 freaking seconds. There's no there's no golf shot that's 17 seconds long. Even no. drives aren't 17 no. seconds long. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> I mean, you'd it has to be a roll like a shot that rolls too, because a ball like gravity doesn't let a ball hang in the air for that long. Yeah, exactly. You just have to get like a really you basically go to a really nice golf course, top it, and just hope that it rolls down the fairway for us all. What Roush is saying is he's had several seventeen second shots. <laughs> <laughs> the only Maybe. bad thing about it, you'd feel amazing and it'd be fun, but two things. One, it's not like you can track it for all seventeen seconds. It's not like it's second fourteen, you're like, you know what? I think this bad boy's got a chance. So that takes a little bit of the fun out of it. But secondly, a putt that long, the only bad part is that, like, everybody knows you just kind of got lucky on it. <laughs> like, you know, if if it was, like, 60 feet or something, you could at least be like, well, I knew the line, and I just I, I just wanted to kind of get it close. I guess you could say that about that one. But, yeah, uh, I must have missed that. Never had watched the video, and I'm watching this, and I'm like, 160 feet putt, that's going to take forever to get to the hole. It did. Was it 160? 160 oh, foot okay. putt. Yeah, I thought it was, like, 110. Considered the longest putt ever televised. At least that's from Golf Digest. Huh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. that it's already... also one of those you're never going to hit a better putt after that either. No, it's done. all downhill. From <laughs> it there. really is. Like, it's like if one of us goobers ever find a way to get a hole in one, it's like it's over. You're never doing that again. <laughs> it's just time to time to hang it up. All right, let's. Uh, what do you want to do? You want to get into the Thornton's text line? I've got a few little things to to get into. I think everybody's just excited for the game tonight. I, know I think I so too. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's get to it. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is how you get into the Thorns text on. Did you all watch any of uh, college hoops last night? Did you see Devin Askew? Roush? Did not see any Devin Askew. Last Didn't night. miss a shot. Did he take a shot? Yeah, three, three, <laughs> six points. Good for him. He played well uh, in the moments I saw. Only played 11 minutes, so didn't get a ton of clock. But actually, like, looked all right offensively. And one of his points, it was he stole the ball and just took it the the length of the court. Uh, Good for him. Texas could not do us a favor, though. They lost. They took their halftime lead. In the second half, they said, you know what? We're just going to give it right to you, Baylor. Baylor goes on the road. I hate saying this, but I think that probably locks up a one seed for Baylor which is bad news because that takes a one seed off the table for Kentucky. But everybody's just going bonkers about Baylor's quad wins and they have the most and you can't keep them out in the cold and blah, blah, blah. And then they just got a road win over a top 25 team, although Texas I don't think is all that great, but it's still a road win. I think they have probably, I mean, if they lost in the first round of the Big 12 tournament, maybe that would be a different story. But... They close up shop against Iowa State this weekend. They'll win that. They'll go into the conference tournament as, I think, the two-seed or something, even if they lost in the championship to Kansas or in the semifinals to Texas Tech. I think you're probably having them a one-seed, so that may take up one. Maybe tougher and tougher for Kentucky to find one. If they do get a one-seed, it'll be that last one. I think Arizona, Gonzaga, and I would put Baylor in the lock category now. Yeah, it's weird, though, because... When people talk about Baylor, they're like, yeah, they're really good, but uh, I, I forget the one guy who got injured and is out for the season for him. He has a very difficult name for me to say, so I'm, I'm, if I could remember his name, I wouldn't even try to say it. But his injury, they're like, well, they only have like six guys now, so they can't really make a long run in March. People so, just call him JTT for, for short. But it's kind of weird. Chihuahua, Chichawat, 
Chicho, Chichawacha. Chuchawala Chuchu- or something? Uh, yeah, I think you had it until maybe there. It's all You always want to be like, hey, I'm actually trying to figure out how to say it because I can't remember how people that I hear that know it actually say it versus also not wanting to like be super disrespectful. It's um, true. Chachachua. Uh, yeah, I think you were close. Yeah, I think yeah. You were, we'll there just we call go. them JTT like the experts do. Yeah, JTT out. So a lot of folks are like, well, sorry, Baylor, you can't win it all. Maybe you can go to the Final Four. I don't know. I also like this added wrinkle of like the, ooh, is Scott Drew maybe interested in going to Louisville? What if those talks heat up? Oh, gosh. I don't know if there's been any talks at all there's other been a than. Lot, there's been a lot of those talks. No, like actual, I don't think there's been talks between Drew and Louisville. Oh, yeah. But many people around Louisville are talking about him. And we really have reached the point it's where. It's really like, funny. They think e- they can get Scott Drew. Each week, it's like, let's bring up somebody new because we can't just keep saying Kenny Payne. Well, so all the scuttlebutt over the weekend was like, hold on, Kenny Payne, maybe not the lock that we all thought he was going to be. Does he even want the job? Does he want the job? I had one person, yeah, that's that seems to be a popular sentiment, and then another person said that he's asking five or six mil, and Louisville's like, well, we may be able to get somebody better at that price. So they're checking out their options. I, I still can't believe nobody's ever, nobody's throwing around Shaka Smart's name, period, for any of these jobs. I know... He's only in year one at Marquette. Seems pretty happy there. Has done a solid job. But the fact that his name's not even being thrown around for these jobs, I just think is absolutely outlandish. UofL, if they don't get Kenny Payne, their best bet is to go absolutely all in on Eric Musselman. And I still don't think they'd be able to get him either. So you're not getting Drew from Baylor. I mean, Arkansas has won a national title more recently than Louisville. When you think about all the coaches that could work at Louisville, for some reason, Musselman just... He just seems like a Louisville guy. Well, must I, I don't like an anywhere guy, right? Yeah, have you yeah, ever seen him going true. anywhere? That's like, true. If you have a if you have a passionate fan base, he's yeah. a guy for yeah. that, right? You're and right. Big fan bases, places that love college basketball. Like you could say the same thing about him. Must bust at IU, right? And it'd be awesome. Yeah, it, he probably would do well there. He'd probably do well at U of L. Um, I would hope that. Well, I don't really care if he goes to Arkansas. I don't care where Musk goes. Go where, go wherever you want, buddy. But I think that's the realistic best chance for UofL. And even then, I don't think you're probably going to be able to get him. But the Drew talk, Trevor was just talking about how Louisville's such a better job than Baylor and how if Drew <laughs> really wants to like be considered a serious all-time great, he's got to get out of somewhere like Baylor. And Baylor's been such a better basketball program over the last decade than Louisville. It's not even funny. Yeah, not even close either. I mean, the thing was, they really turned a corner in certainly 2012. The, certainly the last five the, years. The team that UK beat in the Elite Eight with uh, Brady Heslip and the big dude was AC. Is that right? Mm-hmm. AC was the big guy. Yeah. That, that was the first – because Scott Drew, there was a lot of fraud talk around Scott Drew. Well, they went to the Elite Eight then. in 2010, too. They, they were that year, yeah. too? Okay. Well, all right. So they've, they've had their moments, but I think only one Final Four, and that was the title year, correct, during the pandemic? Yes. Yeah. So that's where it gets a little hinky. I love that one texture on Wait, the Thorns text line. That one, was their first Final Four was last year, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I thought for when you last year was the pandemic. For my for a second, my brain went to 2020. I was yeah. like, well, we didn't have a tournament that year. Sorry. <laughs> Continue. But I love that a texture on Thorns text line was like, well, technically, if a coach has already won a title, there's a 70% chance he won't win another one. So it's a bad idea to go get a coach that has already won a title. Love that logic. Yes, Louisville. Yeah. Hiring a national championship winning coach is bad thing. <laughs> oh, God. Their brains are so warped. It's bizarre. Oh, man. 
It's been a rough few years. I can't even think straight. Ruther- got- Rutherford scoop on Drew. And and Rutherford is connected. I'm not I'm not saying this facetiously. Was that Drew is interested in U of L, but people close to him are telling him to think twice about that. Basically saying like don't be interested. So he he did for what it's worth. Rutherford was like probably ain't gonna happen because if you got like people close to him telling him not to do it, I bet it ends up not happening. But he himself supposedly would be open to hearing, which. Anybody should be open to hearing anything. I said that about Calipari and the UCLA job. If people are going to throw around, if people are going to offer you money to come coach a basketball team in their city and at their school, you should listen. And then if the dollar amount makes sense, then go ahead and, and let it roll. Scott Drew, I, I can't remember what the connection was to Indiana. I don't know if it was that he grew up in Indiana or his, his dad coached. some. He, he has some tie to Indiana, so his name was brought up when Mike Woodson was hired for Indiana. He didn't want anything to do with it. His, if he didn't want anything to do with Indiana, why the hell would he leave to go to Louisville? His dad was thing. the coach at Valpo for yeah, 30 there you years. Go. Okay. So, yeah, there's a connection. So, yeah, he grew up there. Poor Trevor. He'll actually bring – he'll be like, he took over at Mesa Baylor. He knows how to do all that stuff as, like, a sign as why he'd want to come to Louisville. <laughs> Probably would be the exact opposite of why he'd be like, you know what, I've had to deal with messes before. I ain't doing that ever again in my career. I've got the most comfortable situation. Baylor's going to name anything basketball-related after me. Let me go clean up a double-secret probation, not-so-secret hooker and paying players scandal at the University of Louisville. Not going to do it. Not going to happen. But they play tonight, by the way, U of L. <laughs> they try. They, Virginia Tech, they've got a, what, a 17 game winning streak. They've never lost to Virginia Tech in program history. And they played them in the Metro, too. Is that That's actual? A long, it's a long time. Um, I don't know for sure if they, Virginia Tech's never beaten them, but, but I, do know the that they, I do know that they've got a 17-game winning streak over Virginia Tech. But I, I want to say that they've never beaten them. The thing is, as much as we give Louisville crap for the Raycom deal where they play on the RSNs, uh, it's actually benefited them this year because nobody's had to watch it. Like You forget that like this terrible basketball season's even happening. They're on ESPN2 tonight, baby. What? <laughs> they can't hide from the sling and YouTube TV viewers tonight. They'll get to see. And, I, and you know, we... This is a UK sports show. We'll talk more cats. But I really think if Louisville wants an at-large bid, they're going to need to find a way to beat Virginia Tech. 12 and 16, 6 and 12 in conference. This would be a big opportunity for them. Where's it at? It's at Virginia Tech. Oh, no. You want to skip the juice? I'll I'll bet against Louisville any chance I can. Virginia Tech, 10 and a half point favorites. <laughs> Do I think I like the Hokies here? Which Stop laughing. That means U of L may not get in the tournament. Oh, no. They're, they could win out, and they're not getting in the tournament. Speaking of 17 straight wins, can you do you know the last time Ole Miss won a rep arena? The 90s. 98. Yeah. yeah. 1998. Uh, Kentucky had an 11-game win streak against them until last year. A lot of those fun streaks came to an end last year. Oh, that was a bummer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I know that what's the all, the all time series is a real laugher with Ole Miss. There's a bunch of real laughers in the SEC with Kentucky and all time series, but I think the Ole Miss one is the best one of the bunch. Uh, I've got the game notes. Give me one second. Uh, right now, Kentucky is overall 108 and 14 against Ole Miss. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah. I think that one in the SEC is the best of, of the bunch. 108 and 14. That is insane. So soon enough, it's going to be, we're going to have. We're gonna have a hundred. We're gonna be up a hundred wins on them. That's yeah, gonna that's yeah. gonna be a real good. That's gonna be funny when yeah. that happens. Do you do you remember the 
I and a texter on Thornton's text line is going to remind me of his name, but there was a there was a real short guy. I bring this up every year. He was a short king for Ole Miss back in like oh four oh five ish. It might have even been 0-2, but it was a weeknight Jefferson Pilot game, and this dude hit like six threes, including one from the Ole Miss logo, and we lost at the Pavilion down there. Um, that's like the only memorable Ole Miss game I have, besides like the Marshall Henderson years. Those were fun. Uh, yeah, I always bring this. I always so... bring the game up down there. That no, he's not at all. Uh, Marshall Henderson's not at all. They, they got him off the staff there. Gosh. Oh, he was on the staff there. Yeah, he I, was a GA last year. I, I had forgotten I, that. I, I, I'm, I'm curious. I have no idea. I'm gonna have to look this up now. All right, uh, the game. Are you talking about? Let's see. Couldn't have been Jason Harrison. Yes, Jason Harrison. There we go. He only hit four threes. He only had 16 points in that game. Yeah, it they was. They did just, win though. It was he hit a cup. He hit him like late, and one of them was deep, and that like iced the game. Gotcha. So that's why I remember. And he wore he was scoot size, and he wore shorts that wouldn't fit me and you. They were <laughs> the biggest shorts in the history of shorts. Enormous. Stri- five foot five. The star of the game was Jason Harrison, five foot five, hundred and fifty pound junior from Literal. Hey, Little I'm Rock. taller than him. Five foot five. Yeah, I don't remember that game. Good memory, Rush. Marshall Henderson not in the Ole Miss basketball team photo, unfortunately. Oh, man, that's a bummer. What if we? Uh, uh, there's Big Cat has this proposal that like every team should be able to have like a legend card where you just have one roster spot filled with like an all time great that you can throw in there. We need that for Ole Miss basketball, Marshall Henderson. Just have, just have him always out there, just jacking up threes. Because you know he could, he's gonna like getting fights in YMCA leagues when he's forty five. Yeah, just shooting threes and talking trash. Yeah, I'm all for that. What a gem, Marshall Henderson. A lot of fun to watch. Uh, let's get to this Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. A texter says, TJ, are you worried about our overall defense and how bad we've been when our guard and Oscar gets screened? No. But interesting text. This was actually, we almost got to this one yesterday. It came in at like 902 or 903. Uh, but I figured save it today, spend a little bit more time on it. Roush, are you statistically this Kentucky defense is actually better than I think what meets the eye test. Yeah. Stats love this defense. Right. Cal loves this team as a defensive team. Top 20 defense. What what's your what's your take on it? I mean, there are times like I think anytime you play just good teams, they're gonna some of these ball screens happen. Like you're gonna get a few obs out of them, but I don't. I I haven't felt like this year that it's been a significant problem. Whereas sometimes in the years past, I lose my damn mind over switching ball screens all the time. Uh, they don't really do that a ton with Oscar, and Oscar's lateral quickness is good enough to where if he gets stuck on somebody, like I don't think they really try to take him too hard off the dribble. So I I haven't felt like it's a big problem. The bigger problem is just like sometimes Mince and Ty Ty just get completely burnt off the dribble, like and then you don't, you know. you're done. You're pretty much done at that point, right? Like that it takes one one guy getting beat and you're done. Yeah, it, because it, even if you do have somebody slide over, it usually leads to a cheap bucket. Um, so like, but uh, I kind of think that's just how you, like you ha- you almost have to live with it with a team like this where they're averaging eighty points a game. I guess they're going to give up some. Some stuff, but like you kind of just got to live with it. Yeah. So here's, the, I think this team is better defensively than I thought they would be. They're better defensively than I gave them credit for in December. In January, Ty Ty has grown as a defender. 
Mintz, still not great, but he does try hard. It's never for a lack of effort. He's got – you like his confidence as well, but he, he's not a great on-the-ball defender. Yesterday mentioned there's no DeAndre Liggins on this team. If another team has a good wing to guard that is just going off, Kentucky doesn't really have any sure thing answers. They'll put Toppin on him to see if length can bother him, and Topper, Toppin's a good defender as well. Here's one thing that worries me about the defense, though. They're good. Collectively, they're good, and they play well together. Their chemistry has grown, all the cliche things I can say. It's almost like a, te- like a team that, from a talent standpoint, shouldn't be so great defensively, but they play so hard, and it's such a good unit that it's better than it actually should be. And I think there's probably a little bit of truth to that. The thing that worries me, though, is that DeAndre Liggins comment is that they don't have somebody that can just stop somebody that is in the zone. Somebody that's on fire, somebody that is feeling it, and generally it's three-level scores, uh, an overused term, but allow me to use it again. Somebody that can get inside, somebody that can pull up from anywhere, and somebody that can hit from deep too. Uh, Kentucky has a really tough time guarding those players. Now, there's only a handful of those players in college basketball, the people that for any given night could drop 30 points. Kentucky does not have an answer for those players. And that's honestly, Roush, why I think when I look to Kentucky's tournament run, I do think Kentucky is one of the best three teams in the country. And I do think this is a team that should get to a Final Four. The only thing that worries me is that, and and I would be shocked if they lost, if they didn't make it to the second round of the NCAA tournament. And I would be disappointed, like I said, if they didn't make it to the Final Four. But each and every game, there's going to be a worry for me that, like, hey, what if this dude on this team just goes off? What if what if they have a JT Note game, JD mm-hmm. Note game where he scores 30? Keels had a big game against Kentucky. You can go down the list of UK games and their losses and and see people that just are absolutely going bonkers. That's now, again, there's only a handful of players in the country that can do that, that can just absolutely score at will. I worry about running into one of those teams. That's a defensive concern. Is that they? And, and this is unlike a lot of Calipari teams, where if if a you know Cal will use that line with Alabama and Florida. Well, if they go out there and they hit 14, 15 threes, you just tip your hat and you take the loss and you move on. In real in reality, for Calipari teams, he has answers for if a team is doing something. Here's what we can try to do to combat that. And you can also he doesn't really have an answer for a dominant score. Yeah, but like when it's just one guy, I know they they tried topping on Note for a little while, and and I like that Note didn't score in the final what nine or eight minutes of the game. Yeah, and t- Toppin I think does a solid job. I never feel like overly confident because he's going to end up sending the free throw line a few times. You know, bare minimum. Uh, I think if there was anything from that Arkansas game that worried me, there were a few, and it's probably what the Texas thinking of, where a few times guys got lost and like it led to wide open buckets. But that that hasn't happened very often, has it? Not that I can, you know, and not a, not not and not, that, not of late. And that what and that's I think what happens when you get to paying too much attention on Note. Like Note had a couple. Like I, I remember one play in particular where he dished it off. It might have been Kari Johnson's brother only points where it was like. He passed it to him. There was nobody within. It was three guys on Note. He gets the ball out for an easy dunk. You know, like, it, but that's the kind of stuff you have to deal with in order to stop a dude who's going off. You give him too much attention, other guys end up getting 
kind of cheap buckets. Yeah. So, yes, I agree with you. I do. I do like the throwing topping at him, but that is it does feel like only a short term solution. Like you can't do that all game. And I and I it, it's not for lack of trying. Calipari will try different people. He'll try some different things. He'll even sometimes kind of double in different spots. He won't ever go to like a full on box and one or anything like that. That's too gimmicky for him. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. He'll try different things, but it's just with the pieces he has. But again, we're only talking about a hand few a handful of college basketball players that would have the capability of being able to do that against Kentucky. And to make you feel a little warmer and fuzzier inside is you had that exact situation on the road in a hostile environment against Arkansas and Kentucky still nearly had a chance to win. So you can still potentially find ways to overcome it because Kentucky is a really deep and complete team. But that is a defensive concern that I have is just the inability to stop somebody that is that is in fuego and allow somebody just just get the hot hand and Kentucky doesn't really have an answer. So overall, I am keeping my eye on this defense to answer your question, Texter. Hour one done, hour two. Coming up next, more text into the Thornton's text line. We'll maybe talk a little bit more football, college basketball, whatever you all have got on your mind. This is KRC and the Big X. It's March. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen back after this. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Just a wild break there during... Yeah, roller coaster. We we found out weird information. We talked bets. We had like a halfway decent radio segment that wasn't on the air. (laughs) Let's start with the most important uh, segment that we need to discuss on this Fat Tuesday. Justin Uh, is so fat that he can't even play a cart in eighteen without his legs hurting him. I haven't done. I haven't done any exercise in two months, fellas. This nothing. Like that is not. That's not a good excuse. That shouldn't be what you fall back to and be like, hey, give me a break, guys. I haven't exercised for two months. <laughs> no, like, that's a cause to be harder on you. My legs are sore. So be it. Yeah, if anything, we pivot off what we were kind of getting on you for, and now you like, got a whole new can of worms. Two months? Two months? It's like the wedding crasher scene where it's like, I thought I thought the, the I thought the book wasn't for you. It's not, but I glanced at it. <laughs> what what happened to that kid? What happened to that kitty? You know that she didn't take care of it. You get some of the cat. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, you got to exercise, buddy. It's all good. It's just not a, all good. Just a little. Well, see, I, I I typically walk a lot during my day when I'm at work, but I don't ever get elevation change. So I played a pretty hilly course yesterday. I think that's what did it. You this were on laziest, a you, you had a golf cart. This is the laziest damn yeah, thing I've ever heard in my life. You were talking about how sore you are when you had a, when you had a golf cart, Justin. Yeah, but we it just rained a thousand inches last week. I couldn't go everywhere with my golf cart. I had to walk <laughs> certain places. I don't know the picture you sent. You look like you were right out in the middle of the fairway. That picture I sent, by the way, that's a hell of a hill. That's probably why I'm sore from that one hill. It shouldn't make you sore, though. It's like... Mr. Say, I walk at work. Like what do you walk? Like, you stand up behind I mean, What do you all want me to say? I'm a pansy? My flight got in at 6. Are your arms tired? 
I'm flying in at six. Yeah, I've really botched two of these in a row. Here. Um, that's all right. Let's let's keep the focus here on Justin. <laughs> Tired from playing. And, and, and as I mentioned off the air, it's one thing you'd be like, "Oh man, my back hurts." Like I'm not. You're not used to swinging a golf club, but like. My, my, my calves are tired. Nick, you're saying this. Walking too much. You're saying the essentially the same thing, except for a different body part. Yeah, because the like, back. My is not back's used not torquing. You my, should be used to walking up a hill. Like it's, it's the most basic human function is walking. TJ will tell you that I live in Indiana. We don't have hills. It's true. They don't have hills. It's pretty just, flat. Just in that place that's state. called the knobs. The knobs that you probably live in. On the way to Paoli, there's a couple hills because they, they have the ski, they have the ski resort there. Yeah. Well, resorts doing a lot of work in that. No, ca- carrying no, a lot of weight in that sentence. Note to self: next time, just stretch it out. Don't say anything to you goobers. I think next time, yeah, that's just wild. You never just like go on a walk throughout the neighborhood. Hell no. Oh man, you ever want to go to like a park and go? <laughs> you need to get a pet, buddy. We yeah. gotta get Justin. Oh god, a pet. Yeah. we gotta get you. Yeah, dog. yeah, yeah. That's, we gotta get you out of the house. I've, I've said for a couple years now that's the one thing stopping me from one hundred percent happiness is a puppy. Yeah. Well, why, why don't you get? Why don't you get one? I should. I, get, also, well, I, I doubt it will stop. He's gonna blame his apartment for not. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't have one. So I gotta move first. Couldn't you have like a little one? No, they who, wouldn't know. Who the hell wants a little one? If I'm getting a dog. I want a big dog. I really had this weird thought that like the next dog I get, I weirdly kind of want like a little one. Yuck. Medium dogs are the way to go. Yeah. Like uh, 30, 40 pound. I've never in my life wanted a little dog. Ever. So the fact that I want one is so weird to me. I don't know why. And my backyard would be horrible for it because hawks yeah. could come and just like scoop them. Scoop them. Yeah, all willy billy. You also, had a daughter, if, and your they, brain got soft. They solved. get yappy too. Like most little dogs are, there's a good chance they're going to be yappy. I'm not getting one of the white ones with the crusty eyeballs. Oh, I've talked yeah, about that, that on the that show good, before. Yeah, not gross, doing that. That's out. those are the grossest dogs in the world. I just want like a little dog that I could have jump on anything, everything, and everyone, and nobody care. That sounds nice to me. Oh, yeah, because I'm sure Abe just... Abe is at my... He is like... I carry Abe around more than I carry the baby. And that's a joke, but it's almost not. Like, he is at my hip. And that's just fishless. They're called Velcro dogs. They're always on you. And I don't care so much that he's always on me, but he's a 65-pound dog. So, for the first time ever, I don't think I'd be against a small dog. Probably would default to just medium. And Abe's a medium-sized dog, all things considered. But maybe a smaller, like a 40-pound dog or something like that. Maybe that would be 30 or 40-pound. Maybe that's what I'm looking for. But yeah, I couldn't believe it. Saw this guy walking a dog. He was like this big, probably like 280, 6'3 guy. He looked ridiculous. And I was like, you know what, though? Maybe not the worst thing in the world, having a little dog that you base that's virtually just a gerbil. As long as you... The one thing with little dogs that really irritates me from time to time is the fact that people carry them everywhere. Like, make that little dog use its legs. It has legs for a reason. It is yeah. Make them to walk. See, to see people, like, pushing their dogs in a stroller. Yeah, that's Or they put them in their purse. Yeah. So annoying. Yeah, I've never... I would never want one small enough that it could fit in a purse. I guess I need to be a little bit more clear of what size I'm talking about, but... Those are uh, uh, little, like, Scotties. Those are... That's, like, a decent little dog, right? We, yeah. About, like... Yeah, that'd be fine. Like 15-ish pounds? Uh, maybe a little bigger, but sure. Yeah. I would be all right with that. 20-ish pounds? Yeah. Well, we got to... So we got to get Justin a dog, but first we got to get him a new place to live. Yeah. When are you going to come on over to the Kentucky side of things? Yeah. Uh, probably never. What? Did you see that Kentucky introduced some gambling? Yeah. Is it going to do anything? Probably not. But hey. 
Yeah, why would I want to? Why would I want to come live in Kentucky when I can't even? I can't sit in my house and bet. That sucks. It does suck. But I'm, I'm it's not. Good. But the good news is, it's not Indiana though. Mm, I'll I'll stay in Indiana and, and live bet. We got the Kentucky Derby. It's true. A lot of fun. That I can also bet while I'm in Indiana. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who was it? Adam Adam Koenig and he had sponsors on both sides, I believe, but can't find any of the other names on this. Oh, oh well. I people are not optimistic about it. I don't really get why. Because that would require uh, legislators to do their jobs. Yeah, I, I don't really get it either. Like everybody, like you know, everybody's pretty much saying yes, they're on board with it. So, where is the where wh- who who's saying no? Somebody help me out here. Uh, Thornton's text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Probably who, our pal there. Who knew, who do we need to get to? I thought they were in like one of the pictures of this bill or with the. I don't know. Maybe I'm making that up. But yeah, it needs to happen, and I think. Um... No, that was medical marijuana. Where Kentucky's probably going to be the last state to have to not have medical marijuana. We're on yeah. power, pace. There's only like four others that don't, which is just like, what are you we doing? Who cares? Nobody cares anymore. People. It is so wild. <sighs> people. You get. I mean, they, just, yeah. they stink. Yeah, they do. They do. Let's get back to the Thornton text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Texter says a lot of standpoints. On today's show, cover about just all of them. I don't know if that was a typo or what they really meant. No, 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 maybe Justin stands, and that's why his legs are tired. I don't think that's it. No. I don't think that's it. I don't think anybody's going to go to bat for Justin on this one either. I'm not expecting anyone to go to bat for him. I don't need anybody to go to bat for me. I'll hit my own damn ball. I was, when you said you were sore, I was fully expecting, like, yeah, first time I'd walked, it felt good just to be out there, enjoy the good weather. Nope, had a cart. I mean, I essentially did walk, for being honest. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. The cart only helped a little bit. It, Justin was not aiming his ball for the cart. Pass. And he was going the opposite. And for what? <laughs> and for what it's worth, guys, I played eighteen holes in two hours and five minutes. So these little legs were moving. <laughs> two well, hours. And five minutes. Well, yeah. yeah. When you have a cart, you can play. Nobody else is out on the course. No, the course very was quickly. course was pretty packed. I just got lucky. A few guys let me play through. Well, if you you're run solo though, right? Oh, yeah. but you were walking yeah. all over the course playing through. Yeah, yeah, a bit. <laughs> that happens all the time. Oh, I'm I'm just you know what, Justin. All this is coming from a place of jealousy. You got to golf yesterday. I'm sure you're probably going to be doing it again this week at some point, I would guess. Friday. the weather is going to be great all week. Oh, just while well, we're just not ta- doing any sort of semblance of a radio show right now, uh, I've got my Vegas bachelor party. Not mine, but Vegas bachelor party trip next week, Roush. Ooh. Really snuck up on me. This will be first weekend without uh, Lucy? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. It'll be first night without Lucy. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're just gonna want to like sleep one night. Um, that's that there, <laughs> there was just like a a thought that yeah, I'll just probably just want to like maybe stay in my room all night, not do anything, get away well, from. Especially everything. you get the weird time zone change. You 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 have a weird body clock. Like staying up till like one a.m. in Vegas is what four a.m. Louisville time. Yeah, what's gonna end up happening? I didn't think about this until now. I was concerned about just like I get up super early as is, but now 
I'm going to get up super early. It's going to be three. I can just go probably like back down to the casino and it'd still be. People will be. Yeah. 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 There is nothing better in Vegas than waking up at like seven in the morning, just going down and starting to drink while you play. I have no, I have no <laughs> issues with that. I'll be on vacation, baby. I, I think some of the people that go to this bachelor party will be listening right now. This is not a slight whatsoever. We have our first activity planned. Oh, you're, we, you're, we, you're already playing an activity. We we weren't we weren't doing radio when I went on. I've only been on one other Vegas bachelor party. That was in sixteen. We weren't doing radio back then together, and it was fun. It was a good time. The one thing that I was like kind of iffy on going into the trip was they wanted to. This was in the middle of the summer. They wanted to do a pool party. And I was like, that's not really my scene. Like, pool parties are fun, though. You know, like pool parties where people are shoulder to shoulder, and it's just like... And it costs $25 for a drink. Yeah, yeah everything. Yeah. I was those like, are, that's not... Fun. I was like, I'm a little surprised they wanted to do that. Not really my scene, but I'm not going to be the person to not go. So, like, I'm in on it. And the thing people don't know about these bachelor party pool parties in Vegas... I don't know if it's this way if you're a girl or not. Maybe you get in free or you get it... Like, to rent a little area is... Thousands of dollars. I mean, it's thousands of dollars. <laughs> That's crazy. Now, ideally, you have enough people where you split it, where everybody's only paying like a couple hundred or something like that. That's insane. But I wanted to say for that one in the summer, like we paid like four to five hundred dollars. Oh my gosh! And we had a group of like fifteen or sixteen. Dollars. That's crazy. And some of that's like a minimum. You get some drinks in with it, but not. I mean, you're still and then you're still buying. If you yeah. want, yeah, you're still having to buy drinks there. So ultimately, you're spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars for this pool party. That being said, the one in 16 was a lot of fun. Pretty memorable. One of our buddies got way too drunk, had to get wheelchaired out of the place. Like they wouldn't let him walk, although he could. <laughs> there, so that made for funny pictures and stuff like that. So it ended up being fun. Yeah. Was it worth that much money? I don't know. I mean, you can have fun in Vegas not spending any money, you can have fun in Vegas just people watching. But it was a good time. It was a memorable experience. Man. They uh, want to run it back, this one. Oh. But it's March. It's you can't be... do a pool party. Well, and I, I, mean, I was you can, talking and to we are. Um, somebody in Arizona. Um, it's like 50 degrees out there right now. It's the, cold. You can it's look ahead warm. to the forecast of the day we're doing the pool party. It's low 43 that day. <laughs> It's going to be cold. It's not like a high of 66, but like that's not, it's not going to be. It's, it's not pool you're party not getting in, yeah. You're not getting in the pool. We're doing it at the Circa, which is like the, the nicest. Circa swim. Yeah, that, like that, the nicest one they have. See, and, and we'll have tournament games on all day. That, that place looks cool enough to where it'd be worth it. I would just hope that they wouldn't cost you an arm and a leg. The, the, oh, it's one, an arm the, and a leg. The only pool party I've done was in Key West, and it wasn't as, like, we didn't have to. Like we just paid to get in. It was like a cover for a bar. We didn't have to get like a spot, and we just paid for our drinks, and we were in the pool the whole time. We have like time. the but that we have like an owner suite, which they 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 hype up the names on all. Oh of them, yeah, so it's of not an actual owner suite. Uh, it will be awesome, and it will be cool having basketball games on I mean, that all day. Giant but like, screen that screen looks really yeah, cool. And they have like thousands of them, yeah. you know, and it's just people aren't going to be swimming. That's okay. <laughs> Maybe buy pe- a pool. Pe- people won't. People won't be swimming, but uh, it'll be it'll be fun, I suppose. It's also the day that I'm flying out too, so I'll be like at a pool party, leading into like getting in a cab to go to the airport, which mm. will be interesting. 
Saturday? Certainly they yeah. Certainly they will have seen drunker people than me at the airport, right? <laughs> like the bar has to be so low at Vegas for the botchery that they come across that I I shouldn't be of any concern there. So yeah, we're 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 doing the pool party. That's the only plan that we have set. The other big debate is they want to do a nice dinner, which I'm all for. I'm all I think any bachelor party or friend trip should include one nice dinner. Doesn't have to be going out, could be cooking as well, but we'll go out for this one. Go to Heart Attack Grill. But I'd be down for that. It's we went awesome. to one of the bar stool or bar stool, one of the bar rescue places last time or in like seventeen when I was out in Vegas. It was not good. It was a huge waste of time. <laughs> but I would be willing to try that place. Yeah, no, heart attack heart attack girl is awesome. You have to wear a they make you put a hospital gown on as you come in the door. That's, that's how unhealthy it is. That's pretty funny. A whole stick of butter in their milkshakes. Oh. So good. So, so good. I've, I want to try it. I'm not gonna lie. I went to a bar rescue place on my bachelor party. It's like the one in New Orleans where they put you in the chair and they smack uh, you. Oh, yeah. I'm, I got concussed. <laughs> 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 they, they, they smacked the ever-loving hell I out of me. I bet you were like, give it to me good, though. Oh, like, I mean, just right in the temple. And then I'm like choking on fireball simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh I've seen those videos. I'm just like, who would like that? And I'm just picturing you just getting like wailed And the on. thing was, is like, that was my second time in New Orleans. The first time I did it, you know, it was just, you know, it's, we're here. It's going to be fun but second time literally just i <laughs> came up stumbling i was like whoa but <laughs> they're figuring out when they want to do the nice dinner thursday or friday you think everybody's getting in on thursday friday well it, actually see, thursday because if they're getting in i just know that when you first get there everybody wants to drink their faces off kind of right away so you know? interesting you're you you like bright i mean verbatim i would have thought you would have read some of the text messages yeah. that was the case that they made I just think trying to get like a group of fifteen guys together on Friday when everybody's going to be running around doing their own thing throughout, yeah, yeah, that would be one of their other shenanigans. I just think it's going to be impossible Friday night to be like, all right, everybody, we're. But you could just simply be like, reservations here at seven. It's a nice place. Get dressed up for it. If you're there, great. If you're not, we won't care. If you have that, then that's fine. I just figure Thursday, everybody's getting in around the same time. Yes, everybody's going to want to drink their face off, but let the drinking begin at that dinner, and then where yeah. the night goes, it goes. It's just uh, the anticipation every time I've gone. It's just like, we got to get to the booze as fast as we can. You are right you about know, that. You like, are right about there's that. There's no patience. I just think the idea of getting everybody together on a Friday <laughs> is going to be challenging, but now, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Now I want to get to a batch where I am uh... – I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that St. Patrick's Day, though, for the first time. Are you going to Bardstown Road? Yeah, never done it. How about that? The first year you go, the first year I won't be there. <laughs> How about That's not right. You'll love it. That's uh, totally your scene. I forgot the, the the one year you got in a little confrontation with some of my friends. I forgot why I wasn't there. I guess I was down at SEC tournament, maybe. It, that was the dumbest thing in the world. It was, but it was, a, it was a dumb controversy. That, that goes into that the drunkenness of will, everybody there. Yes, people still be like, oh, TJ's out there starting fights with women. <laughs> it's so it's not a story that isn't true under any premise. Yeah, and we don't need to get into the minutia of it. but like, Gladly it was, we'll get into it, the It, it to, was definitely the a, a dumb, drunk misunderstanding, though. It was. TJ was trying to be like, you know. Fun guy, and instead it was like, oh, no, this... Well, just when people drink for eight hours, yeah, it, things go go a little wiry. Yeah, the, the next day, the text messages were like, I was like, that didn't happen. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> what no you idea what you're talking about. What are you talking about? That was a good time. Uh, uh, text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Oh, so many fun plans You need March. to bring Scooch with you to the St. Patrick's Day Parade on Bargetown Road. You ever been, Scooch? I haven't. You know, the Big X used to bring the short bus to the parade. Yeah. Whatever happened to that? It's out there. It's just no. It's not times. out there anymore? I don't think so. It's gone? 
It's just that I haven't checked in a while. You just have that. uh, I guess I did notice the parking lot looked kind of empty. It does look kind of empty, but is it? It's you got that like you got a Chevrolet Suburban or something out there. Yeah, the bus is not there. The bus is gone. Yeah, what? I've I've thought about it for months. What what happened to that bus? Did Dugan bring it back to get it up and ready in time for the parade? Maybe so. Oh, that would be awesome. Summer saying to get the short bus back. So yeah, I'd be down to go to the uh, St. Patty's Day parade. I was actually thinking about St. Patty's Day. What was that? A couple days ago. My favorite holiday, for sure. Really? Yeah. Something about I, the green beer and Irish car bombs. I bought a, a green tie-dye shirt for the occasion. Bus is gone. Bus is gone? It's gone. Wow. What if somebody stole it? Big X had this, I mean, it was, it was just like a big Yellow, of a school bus, bus, but it was yeah. a shorter one, version of it. And it was decked out with like Big X sports radio stuff on the side. And during the St. Patrick's Day parade on Bardstown Road, Dugan, I never got to be on it, but like Dugan and his kids would be in it and they'd throw out beads to everybody and like they'd have loud music. I'm sure everybody that was of age would be partying and stuff like that. I always wanted, like, imagine if we were, that'd be, that'd be fun to be on that bus during St. Patrick's oh, Day. Yeah. Get the big X crew to do it. But where is the bus? A new mystery at the big wow. X. I'm, I'm a little studio. insulted that you didn't believe me that it wasn't on there. You had to go check for yourself. Well, <laughs> it kind of reminded me of like the Stanley mustache situation in the office. Like we should have noticed that bus wasn't there. Yeah. And once you did mention it, I was like, wait a minute. Now that you think of it, like I haven't noticed, I've noticed that parking lot being more open, but I had to go check for myself. I'm here every day. You, you certainly are. <laughs> it's gone. Where to go? Great oh, question. man. New mystery at the Big X. Always something. Always something. Uh, should we take a break? Final break? Sure. Let's do it. We'll come back. We got more text. We'll give our previews and takes and opinions on UK. Ole Miss tonight, I think everybody's anticipating, expecting a big UK win. But you'll have to come back for the final segment to find out just for sure. This is KRC. I'm Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, oh, Justin Kane. Okay. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Yeah, I'm going to take my horse to the old town road. I'm going to ride till I can't no more. I'm going to take my horse to the old town road. I'm going to ride till I can't no more. I got the horses in the back. Horse stock is attached. Head is mad at black. Welcome back. One final segment. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. We're having fun. Hope you are too. We appreciate you texting into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. It's Fat Tuesday, Roush. Good Catholics like you and I that find ourselves at Mass every Sunday. It's a day to pig out. We've earned it. We deserve it. What are you pigging out on today? I don't know. I don't know. I uh, a lot of good options in the city. I, well, I'll be going to Lexington for that for that press conference today, so I'll probably just eat something f- like not good for me at the bar. Probably the way I'll go, the direction I'll take. Um, but yeah, it's I'm very excited for fish fry season to be back. And this year, uh, like Duke is now in like just let him run around and he'll go kind of phase. So, like, I can just go to the fish fry and he, all right, see the other kids, just run in circles with them. Just go. Get. 
Dad's going to drink some beer. The good news is you'll be able to do that till he's like 13. Yeah. You know? Fish Mm -hmm. Rides were great. Fun social event as a kid. Oh, yeah. Oh, the social event of the... It it used to be... they used to have, they still have bingo there, but uh, there used to be a room above our gym. They since turned into like a library, you know, an actual usable area, but it used to just be the babysitter's room. And like kids would just go up there and raise cane for, I mean, it was a blast. It's like, let me see how fast I can get this Hot Wheels car to go across a 60 foot room and just pelt somebody. Sounds amazing. Oh, so much fun. Fish fry season, great time. Happy well, to have it back. Well, the good news is for Fat Tuesday, you didn't really go the way I wanted, but that's all right. If you were in town, I know you were going to go to Salsa Rita. Yeah, I'm just not going to be in town. But you can get shrimp tacos you there. You can actually get – well, yeah, you, you can eat meat today. For yeah, right, you can. But, but tomorrow you can't, season, yeah. and Friday you can't. And they do. They will They will fix your your non-meat fix if you if you participate. A little, a little bean burrito? Today, don't worry about the meat stuff, though. Just yeah. go to town on their steak, chicken, mm-hmm. pork – They've got it all. Beef. It's so delicious. It's also Rita's two locations in Louisville. And it's March, baby. I don't know if we've told you this show or not, but it is Guest Appreciation Month at Salsaritas Louisville locations. You can pick your own Salsaritas app reward if you have the app, and you can get a $6 entree after visiting just twice in March. So after your second visit, they're giving you another free one. Download the Salsaritas app. You're going to get some free food this month at Salsaritas, two locations in Louisville, Middletown, and St. Matthews. Let's keep up with this Thornton's text line. And remember to stop by at Thornton's if you need gas today. I do. Uh, yeah, I do. I was too. traveling all over yesterday. So always nice to see a Thornton's pretty much on every corner. I'm going to hit one up today after we leave the show and fill up, download the app, save some money on gas. That matters. It goes a long way. Sick brag. You have the money to fill up your gas tank? Thank you. <laughs> Work very hard for that. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, Prepare yourself now. Memphis in the 710 game paired with UK as the two. Good. Bring it on, me. please. Yep. If that, it, I would much rather Kentucky play in a second round game, round of 32 game that gets Calipari's attention than one that oh, um, he could kind of, yeah. the team could kind of sleep through mm-hmm. and potentially get upset. That's why that Wofford game, uh, what was that? Last tournament. 18, yeah. Or what? Or... 19. Yeah. yeah, sorry, not 18. With 19. Storm Chaser, Storm... Yeah. Storm Carter. Storm and, like, Murphy. Every Everybody was a Storm, Storm Murphy, Norman. or Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Andy Katz is canceled, sadly. Yeah, mm. we're, we're boycotting it until, until UK gets the respect they deserve, so probably just the next update. Better put some respect on his name. Hey, here's a question that we did gloss over. Was at Arkansas the last Kentucky loss of the season? Yes. Oh! Woo! Shoot your shot. Love it. I think I, I, I don't I don't know. SEC tournament's going to be a blast. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever remembered an SEC tournament that I've anticipated. though, I feel like Kentucky is going to win the SEC tournament. You think they like, will? I do. Because <laughs> like you've gotten all the, like all of your losses have been on the road, and we know that you can't like winning on the road. In SEC play, you're not getting the benefit of the doubt anywhere. Put them on a neutral site. And this is going to be the most neutral of neutral sites. It's not Bridgestone Arena, but Kentucky's still going to control the crowd there for the most part. So, man, I... And it's kind of worth remembering that while they did lose to Duke on a neutral site, 
between neutral sites and home games, Kentucky has blown out some teams. Yeah. Like, look what they did at Tennessee at Rupp. And no, Tampa or a neutral site NCAA game won't be Rupp, but the North Carolina game was a neutral site, and they could have picked the score in that one. So that gets me excited. I, I You know, the 2019 SEC tournament kind of comes to mind ever so slightly. Auburn was surging at the right time, obviously. We really wanted to see the Kentucky-Tennessee matchup, the best of three. LSU won the league that year um, by game. And Kentucky came up just short in that Tennessee game, if you remember. Came down right to the wire, and that was that was it. So I don't think it's an absolute lock they win the SEC tournament, but I do think they're the best team. So I think they – I do. I think they take care of business. And then you get in the NCAA tournament, UK's got just as good as a chance as anybody. It's going to be a good time. Texter yeah. says, the player of the year voting was done last week before Oscar's 30-18 and 18 performance. <laughs> I mean, it probably was, and that likely solidifies it. We were talking during one of the breaks that it's going to be interesting. They have to come up with four finalists by the end of this month. Oscar will be one. Johnny Davis of Wisconsin will be one. Then do you go Murray at Iowa? Kofi? Those two guys? Throw three Big Ten guys in there with Oscar? And then if you you do that, then you're leaving Obagi from Kansas out of the equation. One of those... One of those five guys is not going to be a candidate, and it's going to kind of be a bummer for him. I think Kofi would probably be the odd man out if I had to guess as of today. I don't know how you wouldn't keep Murray in there from Iowa. He puts up insane numbers. But that would be the type of guy that I'd want to avoid. Like, Iowa would be like a six seed or something like that. Just avoid that. I think Kentucky should beat Iowa, but he's a dude that can just, any given night, drop like 35 points. We don't like those players. They can just go the hell off. Trevor sent this text in uh, in late last night. When Lucy wakes up at 3 a.m. in the Walker house, her and Daddy get a bottle. <laughs> I should have done it just for the for the novelty of it. Yeah, so, and then you get like you're probably pretty awake at that point too. I'll be honest; I was expecting that text to come awake. in way later than you said. It was like midnight, right? Yeah, right after. No, when I think of Trevor, I think like two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. Trevor was supposed to drop off some radio equipment over the weekend, and he said he'd be there at 10.30, came at 5.30. He He initially was like, hey, I'll just make sure it's before the UK game, which was at 2. I was like, that's fine. And then he was like, "Uh, you know what? Actually, I need to get up early and run some errands, probably be closer to 10.30. I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I bet. (laughs) <laughs> but I was expecting it before the UK oh, game, and sure. then it was like five. He he was like, "Woo, pig suey is uh, can I still drop? Can I still drop off the equipment?" Good morning, fellas. Look, I think Brooks is one of the only reasons we were in the game, and sadly, he was the main player involved in it. In the four plays that cost us the game Saturday, he's still a huge player for us to get to nine. He will learn as well as the team. Uh, have a great show, UK Pass. Wow, not a ludicrous take for UK Pass. Yeah, reasonable. What? He was involved in, unfortunately, several game-deciding plays. Uh, never in a million years going to blame him for taking that shot. I will blame him for not making that shot. Keon, make Ooh, that three, which, please. Oh, point I wanted to make about tonight's game. Yes. Grady, take every t- shoot it every time you shoot t- touch the ball. I want this to be like Brad Calipari gets in at the end of the game. Like when you want Rob just when, going when crazy. When Grady touches the ball, shoot, shoot. 
18 three-point attempts. I don't care. Shoot them all tonight, buddy. We're not having you turn down any more threes. Especially when you've just hit one. You're up by one. I don't need to burn you. God, just, just rise and fire. I That's a good idea. Why don't you make a post about that? Just, just be like, shoot. hey, give Kellen Grady the walk-on treatment tonight. Touches his <laughs> hand, shoot. Just be, be obnoxious with it. Shoot uh, the ball. Because first off, we all do like Kellen Grady. What an addition. He seems awesome as like a person. He's really embraced the granddad role. It is wild thinking that he was playing college basketball way back when. Ooh, what's what's crazy, um, when we tag players uh, through the on three site, uh, it's like it's just one of the things you gotta add to each post. You talk about a player, you tag them. When you visit their profile, that news story will come up. Uh-huh. But it shows their high school and graduation year to like so you know. You know, sometimes there's some duplicate people that helps you differentiate. And I was writing about a football recruiting thing. We updated rankings or something, and it was 23. And then I write about Mince and Grady, and Mince was 16. <laughs> it's just, Jeez. Like, gosh, it's a long time ago. His first year, I mean, he was in De'Aaron Fox's class. Think about that. Same recruiting class as De'Aaron Fox and Bam Adebayo. That feels like an eternity ago. <laughs> it's just hard to believe. Feels it's like really an hard to believe. Eternity ago. You're, all right, I love it though. Um, hopefully, he'll fire up every shot. I still stand by what I said an hour one to start the show. I want to see Ty Ty get going, get him going off screens, get that mid range jumper, let him start feeling a little bit more confident with that. Ultimately, I guess the most important thing today is just everybody stay healthy. Ideally, I don't have a moment where I see somebody leave the ground and I'm convinced that they're hurt and UK season has flashed before our eyes. But hopefully they stay healthy and hopefully Ty Ty can get going. Everything else besides that is gravy in my opinion, and hopefully it includes a lot of Grady, as Nick Roush said. Another texter says, Turtle named Scoot. So he's going to name his turtle after you? Wow. That's what I was going to ask you. It's going to go fast. News to me. That's... That is a great name for a turtle, though. Scoots. Yeah. <laughs> Scooter. Scoot, Scoots. Oh, man. The text says, I'm driving. So can't read Twitter. Twitter. Give me the updated news on Ukraine and Russia, Justin. Man, I'm a CNN reporter now. Yeah, let's come on. Let's uh, the in. latest I've saw is that the Russians have Kharkiv surrounded and they are on their way to Kiev. Um, it's all I've seen today. Is it correct that uh, they were like, let's have some talks? but we're still going to keep bombing like civilians? Here's what I think is going on. They had their talks yesterday. Nothing came of it, except I think, that they will continue to have dialogues. I think Putin, Putin is so embarrassed at this point for how this whole thing has played out that he hasn't taken it over by now. I think he's going he's gonna to do some crazy stuff today. That really is whatever. I mean, that's that's kind of the long and short of it is that like this has been just a colossal failure for Russia, something they thought would take just a couple days. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, well, what what does he do? Does he double down and just be because they were trying to do it kind of like, hey, we don't want to cause a lot of damage. We don't want to kill a bunch of civilians and we want to kind of keep it quiet. So the waves of the international sanctions remain calm and then everything just blew up quite literally right in their face so now it's like he is panicked uh, i mean do, he's threatening nukes so that's like the ultimate like let me yeah russia's posture. got a long history of always threatening nuclear war like what's they're his... not going to do right squat in that front but they could just be like all right well we've already kind of made a mess in ukraine let's just go ahead and blow up every major city at this point and like not with nukes but right, let's right. just ca- make the damage so bad they've got no choice but to just surrender all for Ukraine. So stupid. So weird. Yeah, one person. One person's causing all this. It's really going to, uh, like, you saw the economy. It's the worst it's been in yeah. 
you know, since yeah, the Soviet like Union. Russian like citizens are boned yeah. throughout all this for nothing, all because one person, one person in the world wanted this. Thus, it has happened. It's just, it's terrible. Go in, just go take him out. It's my thoughts. A lot of, like, you know, Russia, you can't really speak out against the government. A lot of people are. Even, like, rich folks that have mm. plenty to lose are starting to be like, what are we? What? what is going on here? Which is true. Like, this is just a disruptance for no reason. Like, came out of nowhere. Things could be just as calm in all these cities in Ukraine and Russian, the Russian economy. Could Everything could just be steady Eddie right now if they decided not to do this. They decided to do it, and just millions all over the world will pay for it. So dumb. A texter says, Justin, I saw on Twitter you complained about Gonzaga's conference tournament bracket. I had the same reaction at first, but then I realized that it's probably best for a small conference like that. It almost guarantees that a good team will represent their conference in the NCAA tournament as the automatic qualifier. And this has been in place before Gonzaga got really good. So I think it's smart. Um, oh, I thought I, I knew this wasn't the first year they were doing it, but I thought that they that bracket style was relatively new. That being said, I don't agree. I don't disagree with this texture, but WCC, you got Gonzaga on lock. Yeah. That should be like a, you know, like a MEAC. You almost would bracket. want uh, to have a bid stealer. In this conference, yeah, yes. Right. Yeah. Well, and, more teams in, more money, more cut of the pie. So for normal conferences that don't include Gonzaga, the smaller conferences, they, they want to get a team in, a good team into the conference. For what? To get smoked? Like what's the point? Just just have a normal tournament. Let them all duke it out. Whoever wins goes. I'd like the idea of having the team that deserves it the most to have the easiest road to clinch the automatic bid in conferences where if they don't win, then their dreams of playing an NCAA tournament are dashed. But you're you're not wrong to be like, who really cares who represents you? But well, the the issue should be if you've got an automatic qualifier or if you've got a team that's in an at at large bid. Then let them take the at large, and then let somebody else who's not in take the automatic spot. It would be the That's same. How it should be. It would be the same thing with like Murray State. What are they like twenty seven and three or twenty six and three this season? Mm-hmm. Like if they don't win their conference tournament, they should still be in the NCAA tournament. I no agree. questions asked. And, and that's why, that. I like, I think um, you, it, it finds that this is a happy medium. This weird conference tournament setup. It finds a happy medium for folks who are like, we can't get rid of the conference tournaments because it generates a lot of money. But we also need to have it set up to where our best teams aren't getting robbed of the NCAA tournament. So this is this is a decent little compromise. We talked about it more in hour number one that you can check out on the Cornbread Hit podcast. I so. just hate the way it looks. It looks like a flying V, and I don't like it. You don't like the flying V? No. Yeah. Well, in, in hockey, yes. In basketball brackets, no. I love the Cornbread Hemp, though. Uh, and yes. it's a big – you might even want a pre-Cornbread Hemp, though. It's NCAA tournament time. Get a little anxious around there. You, Justin, Cornbread Hemp, that'll solve your golf issues, your calves. That's true. Your sore legs. Just have a little cornbread hemp. Uh, use the promo code Big X at cornbreadhemp.com. Get 30% off your all-organic, full-spectrum CBD products. Those extra-strength gummies pack in 50 milligrams of CBD and two of THC. Make sure that you're feeling good after a uh, hard day's work, before a stressful time. Try it now, cornbreadhemp.com. Cornbread hemp. Now that I'm back off the wagon, perfect little hangover cure. Yeah, it really is great. Excited about that. Murray State, two more quad one wins than Houston. <laughs> oh. yeah, they, and I think uh, they're only one of their only two losses is to Bama. They've got more quad one wins than Iowa. Uh, who? Murray State? Yeah. Yes. I think it's it. Oh, you've only lost two? Yep. 
Pretty good. They got a dude who has as many, he's got one less double-double than Oscar. See, when you got a... Really? Yeah. That's nuts. When you got teams like that, TJ, you brought up earlier that, well, you have to look at the resume. I don't think you do. When you've got a team 28-2, 29-2, whatever it is at the end of the season... I don't know that the resume really matters. You've lost two games out of 31. What if you're in the tournament? What if they had theoretically? What if they had beaten like one tournament team though? Would yeah, you... then it gets a little dicey. But I mean, I, I still think out if you're winning 31 or 29 of your 31 games or whatever it ends up being, that that's good enough for me to get in the tournament. Yeah, I agree with you. It's not like you're even saying too that like they need to be a good seed. It's like, all right, yeah. you know, if you have questions about their resume, then, then the take 14. it out. Yeah, take it out on them on their seed. But a team that is winning ninety five percent of their basketball games in any given season should be allowed to continue its season at the highest level. I and you know, if people say, well, that may reward terrible scheduling. Okay, then that's fine. Teams can do that. They may have empty arena. You know, let them do that as they as they see fit. All right, another texter, 502-414-1450. Hard to believe that Bimbo Coles or Del Curry beat UofL while Virginia Tech was in the Metro with them. Have to believe they won those games. I'm trying to – I've got their game notes pulled up to see, like, the all-time record versus two of them. Um, but I'm – I'm drawing a blank. Series history. Louisville leads 18 to 10. So it must be. So they've won the 17 straight. Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably since the Metro joining the ACC. Because, yeah, I don't think they've lost to him in the ACC. Wait, are you sure about that, Clark? Oh, well, the link to the Virginia Tech one sent me to the Syracuse game notes. So I... I've got that Virginia Tech is 8 and 36 against U of L in the midst of a 17-game losing streak going back to 1992. All of their game notes go to the stupid Syracuse game. Why? So we'll roll with that, but who really cares? Yeah. So, yes, they have beaten L before. I was wrong about that, but they are in the middle of a 17-game losing streak going back to 92. Whew. It's a long time ago. Texter on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. John here. Oh, John, it's going to be a cat attack game tonight, buddy. I'll no. tell you that much. Good game day morning to all. Let's get this shindig party tonight. The cats are about to stomp a mud hole in Old Miss booty. Graphic. That's, yeah. Don't follow the line. Don't follow the line. It ain't going to be 16 and a half. It's going to be 26 plus. Wow. Hey, Old Miss, you're already on life support. We're pulling the plug early, so don't even show up. If you ain't down with that, all of us cat fans have two words for you. Suck it. Well, got to go. Talk to you later. Love the enthusiasm, John. You know, We're all every, anticipating a blowout probably means it's going to be a close game. John, for what it's worth, every time you send one of those spread bets in, I bet it every time. So I will 100% go bet 25 and a half tonight. Wow. For all line and scoots. Yeah. I wonder, tell us what the plus minus is on that when you find oh, it out. Oh, man. It's probably going to be pretty crazy. It's going to be significant. Uh, one texture says, once during the Billy G years, Ole Miss beat UK at Ole Miss. The key play was Darius Miller had a wide open shot late in the game and didn't take it. That was the uh, Janine Edwards. That's oh. a really, that's a really bad question. It's University of Kentucky, not Jody Meeks. God, and that's a really bad question. What a cringeworthy moment. What's she up to? Um, good question. So she's she, she's the sideline reporter for Tarleton. <laughs> Does all the games. So the alt line only goes up to twenty three and a half, and it's plus one ninety. You gonna do it? I'll do it. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, just a 24-point blowout win. It's not no, asking too much, no right? No big deal. Texter says, so senior night, or uh, another texter says, Cats minus 17, you, re- you recommend this bet from a non-biased standpoint. Well, yeah, I think we all do. I mean, it's a lot of points, and I'd say one thing that kind of concerns me a little bit is that Kentucky has had a couple games this year where, like, the final three minutes, they've just been like, yeah, we're good. No more points needed. But with it being senior night, is there any walk-on seniors? Zampane has been at UK for 13 years. <laughs> well, but he gets all those, like, years to pile up, and he got hurt when he first got there, so. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe he can just add him up. Maybe you could have Rag the wa- walk-ons go out there late, and they'll play harder. I love that this is also the them. second senior night for all of those dudes. Because Mintz went through one last year at UK. Grady went through one at Davidson, so. We're running it back. I've got... Also, something like Mintz, cra- I got something Mintz crazy for you. Had a senior night, but they rescheduled a COVID game, so they he even played a game at Rupp Arena after senior night, and he had twenty points in that game against South Carolina. Also, Janine Edwards doesn't look like she's working. Oh, I mean, she you know she did it for twenty two years. No time to hang it up. Zampain Redshirt Junior. <laughs> it's like Scott Satterfield's it's roster. Gonna, it's gonna be twenty thirty. Zampain. Scott start. Satterfield has eighty four freshmen on the roster. Janine Edwards isn't working. I don't think so. so it Billy G. Bully are out of the her, biz? Her Twitter just said, ESPN reporter for 22 plus years. She had some tweets about horses. Maybe she's doing some horse racing stuff. I don't know. But You think E.J. Clark knows her? She was their prime person. It'd be like her and Kenny Mayne and uh, Hammer and Hank would be talking about Derby. Given the pick, she'd always be like interviewing trainers and stuff on the backside. She is, uh, let's see. She's married to one-time Oklahoma State football defense coordinator. Oh, who is now at Wake Forest. I'm sure that, yeah. They're, they're doing okay. Glenn Spencer. Not good for Janine. Yeah. That Wake was, an, that was, an, that was an ugly moment for Billy Gillespie. Yeah, not great. Oh, uh, wait, was that good? Kentucky, Billy G lost a senior day at Rupp. Who was that to, Georgia? That was a random <sighs> Tuesday night game, too. That one was ugly. Uh, people don't care. No, let's. I'd rather forget about losses to Georgia basketball. That just the Billy G. You can just go down so many different avenues. A texter says, "So senior night is sharp through is sharp through the ceremony since this is the last game. Assuming he won't start, though. <laughs> That's funny. Should we get a big hoop for Shadon? Is that what you call them? I don't really know what to call those. The big hoops. Yeah, yeah. Cool. The, the hoops with the your face on it. You walk through it." It's really cool. I've always liked that, too. Yeah. I always wanted to go through one. Some people, like, you know, do it gently. They don't want to, like, hit their face. Other people power oh, through it. I would give it a one, like a punch mm-hmm. and then just, like, I'd cat attack through it. Have you ever been to a UK Senior Day game? I don't think so. Went to one of the fun Florida ones back when it was on a Sunday as a kid. That was awesome. Cats won. They, well, gave, out little t- they gave out little towels. Action. It was yeah. a real, real nice time. Real hoot. Is Putin married? If so, can we send Justin to Moscow to work with her? He is not married. Ah, it's a bummer. Could have been the key to Just, Justin Ukrainian have, victory. Yeah. Murray lost to Auburn, not Alabama. Yeah, I think they lost to ETSU or something like that. Also, yeah, uh, prayers up to Tower Euless. Kind of auto accident. Was pretty banged up. Yeah, gosh, the picture looked awful. Uh, he had like ankle. What he, happened or how he had, it happened? Like, uh, but- both bandages on both hands and like one on his foot. So man, that's tough. Hate to hate to see it for the guy. Yeah, hope for a speedy recovery. He's tough, and I would imagine that he. Uh, man, you want to talk about guys who could have made 
bank off nil. Who? Oh gosh, yeah. He could have just stayed at UK for four years yeah, and, and been just, multimillionaire. Yep. No doubt about it. Yep. Crazy. And like they can run their camps, can't they? As players, mm-hmm. like theoretically, let's say Oscar comes back, he, he can, can do a rebounding camp that camp. is a thousand dollars to enter, mm-hmm. and you know that there would be like parents being like, "Well, my son, I gotta have him be a good rebounder. Just pay a thousand bucks to Oscar." Tyler Ulysses' point guard camp as a player, he would just roll in the dough. What I think's gonna end up happening is they're gonna have that Virtus. They'll probably organize some for him because the biggest knock when I've talked to players on the camps is the insurance side of it. It's it's not cheap. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that that that's the the one thing that holds back a lot of these camps. So you you have to have some sort of kind of infrastructure in place. Waivers, no insurance. You're nothing. <laughs> you sign this. That, I don't care if you get a sore throat. Yeah, we're not doing it. We're not liable. Yeah. yeah, but it's like that and having the place to do it. So I, I have a feeling that's what. Those kind of um, organizations, the, the collectives as they call them, will, will help get it done. But man, excited. Big day. Big day. Going to have a lot of football what, updates. This is something I wrote down we didn't get to, but we pr- almost certainly won't talk about it tomorrow. The UK-London game is on for this December. Only a short nine months away, Rush. Yeah. You going to go get some tea and crumpets? I would the much pond? rather go to like the Bahamas trip than London. Because like they are going to the Bahamas, too. They got to know. So they're going back. They were due for a trip, which it feels like the last one just happened. All right, I'm going to one of those trips. But, like, Bahamas is much more up my alley. Like, I really want to go to London, and I see no better reason to go knock that off the bucket list and be able to say, like, I saw the Kentucky Wildcats play in London. That would be mm-hmm. awesome. We were going to go in 2020 before the pandemic and everything, and also, you know. Before the baby, yeah. that was the bigger one too. Right, right. So I don't know if we'll do this one in the winter, but I would be, I'd be open to it. Yeah, I, the uh, also that London game, it's going to be an early wake up call for the Big Blue Nation because uh, Kentucky's going to play in the SEC championship oh, football yeah. game, and then the next, the next morning the game's at like four a.m. or something like that local time. Like it's an early. That's when the tickets go on sale. Are you sure you're not misreading it? I probably misread it. Yeah. The tickets go on sale Friday at four a.m., which ah, is like nine a.m. London is. time. Gotcha. I don't I think the game is at a normal time but I don't know exactly which. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with it. Like don't make this a annual international thing, but one game it'll be good publicity. I'm I'm cool with it. I don't have any issues with it. All right, uh predictions for tonight. I'll take Kentucky 90 Ole Miss 70. I got nice, the Cats. nice round even number. They're going to get a 90 burger. 93 to 69. Kate's. Cats don't quite get to 90. 84 62. Okay. My 23 and a half for Kentucky does not. (laughs) But but your bucket short. More importantly, I break my six game losing streak of predicting these games. Oh, that's the main thing. Gosh, I forgot that you were doing so poorly. So if you all want to go bet on Ole Miss right now, there's some money to be made. (laughs) Uh, A special uh, suck it to the Rebels. It's senior night. Let's have some fun. Woo! That's right. One last time, Davion Mintz, Kellen Grady, Ty Ty Washington. I'm sure there'll be a few others, a couple other Kentucky Wildcats. We won't ever see another game in a UK jersey at Rupp Arena. But they'll go out with a big-time win. Enjoy it. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about it. UK versus Ole Miss. It is March, baby. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We'll see you on Wednesday.